raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here, uh, education journalist and investigative journalist. Tony Kennett joining us live in studio. Thank you for filling in uh, yesterday while Hammer was out, Tony. Always a pleasure. Just a quick update. Remember the two uh, foster care moms that we were talking to yesterday, Braylon and uh, Melody? They were going to testify today uh, at the State House to improve foster care, Bill 1188. Sure. Uh, and they were both set to testify. They both had like five minutes and they were there and they were going to, you know, this bill is going to improve the foster care system because it is broken right now um so the update is they weren't allowed to speak weren't even allowed in the room what opponents um to the bill uh judges and the dcs was allowed to speak about uh 1188 they wouldn't even uh, jerry tor yeah uh, was I was a committee say, chair that's, that's tor's committee so yeah. here's a here's a problem that i have with a lot of the indiana state house and the republicans why can't you guys run a committee why can't you guys run a testimony session every single time it's time to testify on a bill? You're supposed to hear opponents of the bill. You're supposed to hear people who are in support of the bill. And then that's supposed to be taken into consideration. And every single one of those simple procedures that like 30 out of the 50 states get completely right. It's a mess in Indiana. And now you've got two moms who are restricted from speaking on a foster care bill. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it's right. hard to believe there's actually opposition to a bill that is asking that kids not visit with their abusers or could be kept in, in foster care for years and years and years and makes it an incredibly difficult process to go through adoption. They weren't allowed to speak. We had them on the air yesterday. They were all set to speak in front of this and testify for 1188. These losers know they work for us, right? They work for the people. It's the Indiana General Assembly. And I get you can't take a Q&A session from every single person that walks by. But if somebody makes the time and they reach out and they schedule and they want to speak with you and you've heard the other side you should be able to listen to their point of view as well, right? And if you don't like it, then fine. But have the guts to sit there and listen to someone describe the bill. I remember when I spoke last year at the Indiana State House, and I, I had Democrat that. senators who that were awesome. giving me a ton of different questions and trying to throw me off, and I just calmly answered their questions because they needed to understand an educator's perspective on the bill that wasn't whatever the ISTAs regurgitating during, what would you call it, Hammer, red t-shirt season? Yeah, it's almost red t-shirt season at the Indiana General Assembly. The teachers are going to show up. Up, downtown red shirts red for ed they're gonna miss class they're gonna come down and i remember rob kendall and i walking over to the winter circle and <laughs> yeah. seeing teachers so passionate about children they were gambling and boozing it up so the uh, ista sends out emails mass emails that's pretty much all they're good for you pay them a thousand dollars a year as a teacher to get emailed that's a really great bargain and the ISDA emailed some teachers in the last couple of weeks. And just before the show, I just got a hold of one of them saying that Senate Bill 46, ooh, super scary, it's going to forbid teachers from talking to their administrators, which is a huh? lie. The bill doesn't say that at all. Like, not even close. Like, you can kind of figure it sort of gets close. This isn't even like, don't say gay bill in Florida lie. This is just, I, I, the IST is scraping the bottom of the barrel, and I just feel bad for him at this point. Do teachers feel pressured, Tony, to join the teachers' union or the teachers' association? It depends on the district. My first year at Knightstown, I'll never forget this. They had some uh, ISTA rep get up, and she got to walk up in front of the, the open of the year meeting and talk to all of us. And she said in her shrill voice, the ISTA is an essential service for teachers. And all of the teachers that were around me laughed, like openly <laughs> laughed, chuckled. And there was one guy who was like, yeah, right. 
And the ISTA is losing its power because they're they're even if you want another Democrat union, the AFT is better in Indiana than the ISTA. That's Randy Weingarten's outfit, still marginally better. And then there's an independent teachers union out of Crown Point that will do everything the ISTA does legally instead of for a thousand bucks a year, a hundred dollars a year, same legal protection, and they don't spam you with Democrat emails. So. I don't know. It's really funny watching them scream and cry uh, while they're losing members left and right because of the same kind of bad politics. You you write about how you help teachers leave the union, right? Yeah, I Is have that helped what, a, like about, like how do you help somebody leave the union? Is there like a process you have to go through if you're a teacher? It it like, kind of depends. There's a lot of different ways out of the union. Uh, I've actually just told teachers to call. Uh, well, this was back when this they, was allowed. They can't just say I quit or, or not quit the teaching job. But they just they can't say all right, no no more fees for you. Uh, kind of. They can't just tell the union directly. Be like I quit the gym. Like you can't do that. You actually have to. I've advised teachers before. Call the district. This again. This isn't a policy anymore because the IST is no longer allowed to do this because of a bill that passed. But in a couple years ago, I would tell teachers, call the district office and say, don't allow any more of my paycheck money to go to the ISDA. And the district can't tell you no. They are required to follow your lead on deductions taken from your paycheck. Now, I just tell them to call their bank and not allow any money to go to the easy pay system set up by the ISTA. Seriously, call your bank, tell them, no, I'm done. Don't send them another dime. You'll find it's really funny. The ISTA won't actually realize you've left for months. That's how bad their record keeping is. And, uh, you know, you're not paying a bunch of money for nothing. Now, tomorrow, a story that you've been following very closely is the Pendleton situation. And tomorrow, I believe, is their big meeting. Are you going to that? Uh, I am. Whether it's public or private, I am showing up, even if I have to stand in the parking lot and wait for the superintendent to come out. Uh, Dr. Hall has shown himself to be very cowardly, in my opinion. If you show up with a media pass, do they have to let you in? Uh, This one right here. Uh, There you go. There's not really any precedent uh, for this in the state of Indiana. It's really weird. There's a special hearing that has... Has been convened for Kathy McCord, a counselor who is really beloved by the left, right, and center of Pendleton because she's a wonderful lady. She's had decades of service to the children and the families of Pendleton. And she's being axed because she confirmed to me that a gender support plan that was not allowed to be public was real. That's what she confirmed. She's like, hey, this this is a real thing. And they're, so they're, they're forcing firing her, her for out for leaking the crap that they're lying about. She's the problem, according to the Pendleton schools? Yeah, I could have easily FOIA'd that document and gone through. It would have been a couple months of delay while they came up with a reason why it took so long. And Kathy just showed us the template. No student's name on it, nothing incriminating, literally just a gender support plan that is supposed to be on the district website. The district is supposed to have all of its paperwork up on the website, available for parents to see. And they were hiding it because Dr. Hall is a coward. And, they were, and this and this plan uh, would allow teachers to lie to parents and 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 not tell them that they're going through this uh, gender affirmation process at school. Not allow them to, Nigel. Require them to lie to parents. Require. Wow. Amanda Keegan, uh, a wonderful teacher over at Pendleton, actually resigned in part in protest because she wow. said, "And I quote: I felt sick to my stomach having to lie to parents because it's it's disgusting." Do the schools actually believe that they can pull the wool over the 
eyes of the public. Because yep. we saw this down in Florida, right? They tried to shove all of this stuff in there, but they called it African-American studies. Mm, well, Ron yeah. DeSantis finds out, and it's like, no, you can call it whatever you want, but if you have queer theory involved in this, this isn't something that children need to be studying, so they got rid of it. And of course, the media and the left tried to spin this as mm. racist Ron DeSantis oh, yeah, doesn't sure. want African-American studies. We always hear people say, we don't teach that, we don't teach critical oh, race yeah, theory, because sure. they call it something else. Right. So Dr. Hall and Joel Sandifer. Joel Sandifer is the former school board president at, at Pendleton. And I want everyone to hear these names because you need to understand that people in your community who purport to be leaders are sometimes liars. And these two gentlemen stood up in front. This is online. You can find the, the recording. It's prominent in one of my Daily Signal articles. And they told all of the parents that they had to keep pronouns and, and transgender stuff from parents because it was part of this non-discrimination policy the district had. By the way, this non-discrimination policy they're citing is from the U.S. Department of Agriculture on making sure that you give meals to students. Has nothing to do with gender, has nothing to do with health. It's about giving kid food. You can't like tell a kid, no, I'm sorry, you're in a wheelchair, you don't get food. Th- that's it. That's the non-discrimination policy. But they're banking on you not being smart enough yeah, or they not think doing the, parents the homework can't read. to try to pull the wool over your eyes. Like I said, they're not even good liars. It's like watching a kid in, in middle school, like say he didn't cheat on a test after you just watched him hang his neck over the person next to him and watch them take the test. Unbelievable. We've talked about Pendleton a number of different times. What is going on up there? Oh, I'll tell you. Here's here's the answer. Here's a scuttlebutt. Because you guys are in Indiana who are listening right now, and you think, it's a red state. This can't be happening in my district. Who are your school board members right now, individual driving home on this fine Wednesday afternoon? Who are they? If you can't name your school board members, you need to know. You need to be active in your primaries and your school board elections because you are responsible for who gets put on the board and what decisions are made with your kids. Apathy has been a greater boon to the parents of Indiana than anything else in our education system. Got about one minute left here. And the foster care system, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well said. Yeah. Absolutely. Got about one minute left here. Last thing. Will we ever see... It become the law in Indiana. You have to register your political party to run for school board. It is currently uh, going through committee, and I absolutely hope so, because you should have a right, just like anybody else, to put a political letter next to your name. That should be your right. Why? If you want to put a D or an R next to your name, you're an American. Put one. What are you working on with Daily Signal? I've got some really great stuff coming up. I'm actually getting ready to go over and talk to Representative Teshka about the pronoun bill that everyone's bleeding like sheep over. It's going to be fantastic. I see Jerry Tor down there, too. I want to ask him why he didn't let the uh, foster care moms speak about uh, 1188 today. Well, he'll have to file an appointment yeah. with me because, you know, I'm just so busy. <laughs> Tony Kennett, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.